0: Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott, and listening as always is Ben Slicker.
1: Uh Yeah, hi. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. This is a, a game design podcast, and we're going to play some games where we get some random stuff and do some game designs. So, do we just do some click pitch, Trevor?
0: I think so. All right.
1: Well, pitch is a game where we each have a random word generator in front of us, and on the count of three, two, one, click, we are going to get a fresh set of words, an adjective and a noun each. Uh, we're going to let each other know what they are and let you know what they are, and then use that as a prompt for some... Uh Comedic game design, potentially. We're going to
0: try something a little bit different this week Ooh. where I'm going to, I'm going to cut out where we actually say the words and you're just going to guess what they are. Like, <laughs> I'm just do joking. That, no. <laughs> we could do that. I mean, I've, I do quite a bit of editing. Play edit home these challenge.
1: <laughs> We're not allowed to say the words. We'll have a little uh, buzzer that if either of us says any of the, the four words that we've got, uh, then we disqualify, we lose points. Mm. Uh, You know, uh, look, let us know in a review if that's something you'd want to listen to. But tonight, I think we'll stick with the standard formula uh, that's worked so far for, you know, approximately 239 episodes as of Mm. tonight. Uh, Let's jump in. Three to one click. Three to one click. Accompanying challenge. Famous certainty. This made me think of who accompanies- A
0: famous person? A celebrity. And what sort of challenges they might have? That is quite often, you know, their PAs and that sort of stuff. You know, their personal know, assistant,
1: like bodyguards, or um-
0: so. I'm kind of thinking, you know, personal assistant to the stars, or okay, or something like that. What would be the challenges that you've that you've got to deal with? Um, according to Kevin Smith in Jane, Silent Bob Strike Back, there was like cleaning up, um, you know, drug paraphernalia and um, dead hookers, but. You know, we don't have to go to quite that. Well, not in level lengths. one, no.
1: <laughs> what is this game like? Is this uh, like uh, I immediately went
0: to a Hitman style sort of situation? But we do that a lot. You're on the movie set with your celebrity, okay, and they kind of send you out to get different things, and it's all about making sure that when you go out there to pick up the coffee order, that the coffee order is actually matches what. What they said, and the salesperson didn't didn't you know uh, screw you over on the on the double pump mocha cappuccino, cappuccino, or whatever it the was. The cappuccino, um, yeah.
1: That's the special. That's the special at this this particular coffee shop. The cappuccino, yes, yeah. yeah. The cappuccino, yep. Yeah. Um, uh, it's because they but it's- cough into it. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, let we need to. It's all well and good, but we need to find
0: the fun. Okay, so the fun is actually. How can you fuck with a celebrity while not getting fired? So, this is a celebrity who's an asshole. And yeah, he, he basically berates everyone, but the money's good. Right. Okay. And
1: so, you're trying to see how many times you can spit in their cappuccino uh, before they notice. Yes. And then who? And then decide who you can blame it on, and then that person gets fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, ideally, no. Ideally,
0: no one to get fired. But if they've actually figured out that someone's spitting their coffee, someone's getting fired. I don't know. I just, I just think sort of having to, having to actually do, do things for a celebrity like this could actually be quite interesting. Well, maybe it's a bit more of a, I, I
1: went to almost an arcadey kind of mode where you are having to do those sort of fetchy sorts of things, but it's almost more of a, like a top down ish view, almost like an isometric kind of, kind of view.
0: So it's a it's a Grand Theft Auto one and two <laughs> sort of view where uh, you yeah like, it could be do, Jump kind in of the kind car, of run a good- down a few pedestrians. Um, I was actually starting to think Arcady, crazy taxi. A- I was almost thinking um, of like a Diablo
1: three ish view, like that perspective, but obviously not in dungeons unless it's a movie that they're doing about being in dungeons. But on the set, like, and they're kind of you know they're walking from the limo into the whatever and. It's almost a quick pace thing. So, you might get, like, they want a coffee. Oh, shit. Okay. I need to get that to them before they get to the set or I'm going to, like, lose respect points from them or whatever. Um, You know, oh, I need to make sure that this other celebrity, like, this other cast member doesn't bother them in their trailer. So, you're literally, like, fending them off. But you've got you're running
0: interference.
1: Yeah, you're running interference. (laughs) But you've got you've also got other tasks on your list. You're like, oh shit! But I need to make sure that the hairdresser doesn't isn't late because, like, I know that he gets you know antsy when he doesn't get his head enough time done on his hair or whatever. So, like, you've kind of got these checklists of things to do. But yeah, you've got obviously all these challenges coming up at the same time, and so you're moving from place to place on the set, and each place, you know, you've got different things, goals you have to meet.
0: Yeah. Okay. So what I want to kind of bring into this is some of those typical RPG elements of cool loot that you can put on, put on your character to sort oh, of yeah. spruce it up a little bit to make the running around a little bit better. And, you know, maybe you can get like stability gloves that actually help you keep the 13 copies that he, that he just asked for a lot more stable as you're, <laughs> as you're running. Yes.
1: Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I think you get, like I said, make it kind of arcadey. Maybe you, if you're running around, you literally have have fucking power-ups where if you if you if you run through the castmates trailer where they're doing tons of cocaine, then you'll like be faster for the next twenty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so it can be worth taking a detour.
0: <laughs> so does your character automatically parkour everywhere or or is that like um something that you can sort of uh skill up in? So yeah, you can maybe actually that there's
1: almost a skill tree uh where yeah, you can you can do better parkour and better leaps. Uh, y- you can you can have yeah, you can run faster. You can do better things. Maybe it's maybe it's even t- down to the thing like oh, you uh, finagled a sponsorship with uh, a running shoe you know company for the uh, celebrity, and it means that you get a free pair of sneakers, which makes you run faster.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, what I'm thinking is that you start off working for a low level celebrity. But then, as you as you start getting better and faster and and meeting um, well, is it yeah, you know these sort of things, someone else sees what you what you're actually doing, and they sort of go, "Wow, we'll we'll hire you at a higher base rate." And yeah, I do like the idea of
1: having different celebrities because you can I, I think you have custom custom built celebrities, you've got maybe like five to ten different <coughs> celebrities that each have their own personalities, each have their own things that you need to do in different ways. And you can be headhunted by them, but also doing your job well makes whoever you are working for more famous. So there is a balance of like, Oh, do I jump ship just when it's going well? Because now, you know, they see that and other people want me, or do I stick around, you know, hopefully get a pay rise, hopefully get onto bigger mo- movie sets and, 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 you know, bigger deals, uh, and stick with this particular celebrity, even though he's a fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> And he doesn't appreciate me. That's
0: that's actually a pretty cool idea for a
1: game. I like it. Yeah, it could be cool. Although, since you added in the parkour stuff, now I'm going back more to a third-person kind of view. It's mm-hmm. like full-on Assassin's creeding around the movie sets and stuff. And yeah, carrying the coffees and things. Uh Almost like a- you know what? Actually, it's- and this is funny because we mentioned it before the episode. It's almost like a Tony Hawk. Yeah. In, in that it's- Sort of now combos it's sort of, now and it's all about that sort traversal of traversal and there's arcadey kind of like, yeah, picking up almost power ups and different things and, and, and hitting all the I, I love the
0: idea that, you know, if you happen to time it right and you, um, you see someone swiping into, into the door, they open it up and you can kind of just sneak in there, you get you know something added to your combo combo multiplier sort of thing oh, of- well
1: absolutely, or even just as shortcuts through the level it's like oh if you time it right when someone yeah when someone's going through a security door security door, you can sneak in and cut a whole extra section of the route off your time
0: um, because you're going through the the secure area, yeah yeah, that'd be cool yeah, and I love the idea that until you actually drop a coffee, you know the multiplier is just going up and up and up yeah, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, basically. The more risky that you do it, like if you're if you're running along and you know, you happen to knock some people over, but then, you know, sort of regain your balance you kind of you get you get a little bit of um a little bit of multiplier because like you got rid of the annoying teenagers. (laughs) Well, and I like the idea that if you um
1: if you have a big tumble, you've got like one chance and it's almost a little mini-game, like quick quick time mini game thing of just doing a fucking um, Toby Maguire in the first Spider-Man, like catching all the stuff on the tray. <laughs> you can catch all the coffees, and they're all upright. Like, yeah, saved it. You don't lose your coffee. You know why that actually looks really, really good? Oh, I that do know. Part they they actually did it. Actually and did like a hundred <laughs> takes or something. Yeah. That's
0: fucking that's amazing
1: wild. that that's how they. There's did
0: no it. way they do that these days. They just fucking CG the whole thing. And thing is. <laughs> It was one of my favorite parts of that film because it was like he really is Spider Man. Like Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. good. Okay, three to All one right, click. Yeah, three to one click.
1: Damaging absence. Enthusiastic flame. What uh where would where do you need a flame where its absence would be damaging? Hmm. Like an in an a like in a coal engine, like in a steam engine or something?
0: Yeah, that could be that could be a reasonable place.
1: Like, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of picturing you play a flame that is intended to be in a steam engine, but you're, like, exploring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're trying to, like, get you back into this steam engine, too, because they want their train to fucking run, um, or something along those lines, right? Like, something around being able to go in and out of an engine, and, like, while you're in it, you're powering it, but while you're out, you're doing other adventures or something. Or even just- It could actually be a good- Like, I'm picturing a bit of a platformer, right? Okay. Yep. And I think we've done a flame based, flame, flame blazed, a flame based platformer before, but this may be a bit different because the mechanic I'm, I'm thinking around then is around like steam powered things. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you might have around this level, different things that you can go- jump into and power and essentially control it at that point. But maybe you need to be a large enough flame. Um, and so it's about like collecting you know the fuel in the area enough so that your your flame is enough that it's like powering up the steam-powered mechanism that opens a door or powering up yeah the steam-powered train to get to to you know across the level or eventually you know powering up the giant steam-powered mech that
0: <laughs> that
1: uh, you know has been looming over you for the whole game like that's the final thing you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, almost a bit of a, a Katamari damacy style thing of like the scope changing, the size as you grow.
0: For some reason, I'm just seeing the flame is actually like a maybe a secret project of like some secret institute in, in which they've they've sort of been building up this this sentient flame, either sentient flame or or just um, like an entity that that you know lives on lives on. Mm. On fire mm. and heat. Mm. Um, I kind of I kind of like the idea of ha- adding a little bit of that espionage into it that, you know, yeah, your character cool. doesn't quite know where they come from. And it's they're out of a laboratory sort of thing. Yeah, it could
1: be a bit more of a sort of a, a fire being, like a fire sprite, a fire entity of yeah. some sort. You can have some interesting traversal stuff as well where, like, you can travel along. Like dried vines or something, or dried roots, where it's like you burn them up to get up to a higher spot, and then you know they they maybe grow back over time or something or or, or whatever. Um, it's almost like a like a grinding mechanic in other in other <laughs> platforms, but it's just burning up these strings of 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 vines
0: or whatever. Wow. Yeah. I like um, it. And yeah, because then
1: you can have things like it's like oh these vines are too green, like we need to. Heat up dry the area. Them out for a little bit. Yeah, like we need to <laughs> somehow dry out the area, and so that's just that's a puzzle in this area. It's like, oh, now all the vines in this area are green, are dried. We've now opened up new sections of the level that because you can now traverse these these dried vines.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I kind of like the idea that um maybe you see like a humidifier, you know, where it's sort of you know adding a little bit of moisture to the to the air and all that sort of stuff, and you got to kind of take it out, and when hmm. you do. You know, you come back after, after unlocking the next power, you know, then all of a sudden it's, it's all dried now. So yeah, well, that's it. You can, then
1: you, you can, you can bring some Metroidvania sort of mechanics into it where, yeah, you're basically opening up these different areas and it's now like, Oh, now I can use these, this new ability that
0: I, that I found. Uh, Mm -hmm. that's, that's cool. I like the idea that when you, when you start getting bigger and better, that you can basically, uh, almost. Not teleport, but you can you can sort of choose almost like a flame network, like where you come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like,
1: well, you sort of merge. Like, if there, are, yeah, there's there's like if there are other p- things that are on fire, then you can essentially merge with it temporarily and come out anywhere that that fire, like the front of in like front of yep. the fire or something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I kind of like the you, you reach the end of the level and it sort of goes through at. At like a slightly a slightly brought back view of all the damage that <laughs> you've caused, so, throughout yeah, The entire yeah, level,
1: just, yeah. Every every level ends with essentially you've just like this whole this whole area in flames, just the, an inflagration. Mm. Do you um, think that you maybe come up against other elemental beings sprites. that these yep. that these scientists have created? Because because yep. both are both. Like, well, all three of a water sprite, uh, a air sprite, and a sort of earth sprite sprite would be things that could take you out, right? Like, those are almost your bosses or something.
0: Yeah. Uh, Um, But still, I I reckon we've got to try and work out how the hardest one, which is obviously the heart sprite, um, (laughs) is is going to, you know, be the final boss of the game sort of thing.
1: I mean, it's just- you just have to cloak it all in metaphor and then you can make it whatever you like. Your heart sprite is actually just another fire sprite. <laughs> the heart sprite is actually literally just the heart of a monkey.
0: Ooh, so I'm seeing that the, um, the water level mm. is all about the- um, is all about steam. And, Ooh, yeah. and yeah, and you know, yeah. heating, heating up pipes and stuff to, to create steam moving from places to place, which can actually help you get up a little bit higher and all this sort of stuff. Like, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Well, and, and I think when you, when you're
1: combining it with the ability to like, uh, power steam powered machinery as well, then yeah, that there's a lot you can do there. And I feel like in the, like the earth level is a lot around machinery. It's like there, are, there are diggers around and different things where you're shifting earth to get. Through the level to get to different places, but there's
0: not as much stuff that you can set on fire. You know, it's kind mm. of yeah. Um, you'd, you'd actually have to be a little bit, um, a little bit smarter in how you actually yeah uh, do that because if you get snuffed out by the fire by getting covered in dirt, then exactly yeah. But again, I think with dirt, you've also got metal, so it's all about melting metal and and sort of. Creating molten rock. Yeah. Well, I
1: wonder if then one of your, one of the powers you get, you know, when you, when you get at that level is, is like the ability to focus your flame. And so you can essentially become like a welding, you know, like a welding yep. flame then, but you know, yeah, you've got a limited amount of
0: power before it has to build back up or you have to yeah, find yeah. more
1: fuel or whatever. You'd have some sort of limiting mechanic.
0: We've got one for steam. We've got one for dirt. What, what's our air one?
1: I mean, I feel like the air level would be. A
0: lot of manoeuvring to avoid big gusts of wind, drafts. Like timing and stuff, backdrafts and all this sort of stuff, and and it's all about oh, you know, actually air yeah, control that's cool. that you can yeah, that's in- that's that's interesting
1: because it's about the f- the oxygen being fuel for the flames, and so. Yeah, you section off an area, set the whole thing alight, and then open the door, and the big backdraft, you can then travel along the backdraft to, like, get somewhere
0: further away. That's cool. Um, So, the first level is actually you are the boss, effectively, of of the first level as such, but you're traversing it backwards. Okay, that's interesting. So, you were originally, like, the boss of the first level, Okay, you know, being the fire sprite and all that sort of stuff, and you were sick to death of being- you know the um the bad guy who so been- t- who are you fighting though at that point um well i think i think the hero comes in and as as like the initial thing that that happens in the game is you defeat the hero and it's like oh this has never happened before <laughs> they're a very like classic platformer hero some sort of anthropomorphic animal with a sidekick and they turn up and and you're having to take him out. And it's like, okay, well, I guess I'll go backwards. So you go backwards throughout, throughout the it's level. Like, where are
1: these heroes keep coming from? All right, I'm going to track them down.
0: <laughs> and, you know, you see all this greenery and all this sort of stuff, and you're sort of taking it out and you kind of, you burn down your entire temple that you, that your whole level was mm-hmm. set to. Um, I'm thinking there's like little bits of kindling and all this sort of stuff along the way that you can sort of set, but the whole thing is very dry because it's, you know, it's the Flame Temple and yeah. you got lava and all this sort of stuff. So, it's a pretty big sort of area and you, you happen to get through that. Yeah. And then you get a choice of where you want to go from well, there. Well, then you like- find- yeah, you find the hub world.
1: Yeah. So, are we sticking with the the scientist creator thing or is this more of a, myst- like a, a mystical elemental situation
0: and you've just never ventured outside of your temple because it's all you've ever known? Yeah, but you can also bring back the whole science- the scientists actually created this as a, um, you know, a testing ground for their, for their elementals to, to see who mm. was the most powerful. And maybe it's one of these like ancient scientific civilization
1: kind of things where it's like, yes, this, they did this, you know, thousands of years ago. And, you know, initially it was, the, yeah, this, essentially this testing ground for their different elemental creations. Um, but there's only one of each element left that have survived in these temples. And now it's become this like place where the heroes go to test themselves. uh, Um, essentially from the, from the nearby villages or whatever, because the civilization has fallen. And yeah, so then you can have some as you go through each other area and find and get to the temple and either defeat
0: or potentially recruit the other sprites. Um, you, the- you prove your superiority over the other sprites and they sort of follow your lead from then on. And
1: yeah, well, cause then you can have some interesting things as you go through. Or maybe it's a, it's a situation of like, uh, replayability in the levels. It's like, Oh, I've defeated, uh, the, the water sprites, So now when I go back to the fire level, I can call on them or, uh, you know, use certain abilities that they have. To like, now I can put out some fire in this area and, and that I previously couldn't pass because it was like, well, I mean, you're fire, but whatever, whatever it is, you know,
0: I, I kept on being, you know, in, uh, pulled into, pulled into the, um, the massive blaze. I couldn't yeah. actually control it. Was it. it was too overwhelming. too.
1: Or even yeah. things like the, the water can like water the area and plants grow and then you dry them out and then now you can travel along or something like that, right? You can yeah. have the other abilities then. Yeah, you can, that's how you go back and get all your secrets in the previous levels and stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I can see that there's actually, you know, some other things that you can get along the way. I think some of the water, the water sprite stuff that they can do is, you know, plant growth or, or something along those lines of, of basically. They basically put a seed into their into their Mm. um, into their bloodstream, and they can sort of just fire it out, and you know it's already wetted uh, wetted up enough that it can just start growing. Well, and and
1: once you've got combinations as well of the of the like, if you you've got oh, I've defeated the earth and the water sprites, well now I can like. You know, build mounds and plant plants up them, and then b-
0: and then travel along the b- the burnt plants or whatever you know whatever it is. Um, I- I'm almost seeing now that each sprite gets probably their worst nightmare as as like their thing that they can't pass in their room, which is what's keeping them in their room. Okay. Um because I'm seeing that uh if you try to leave as a water sprite you're going to get frozen by this by this area but if you get a if you get the flame in there you can start melting the ice and turning it back into right, water and getting getting a little bit more stronger and yeah just a a few little things like that. I mean um, there's
1: just so many different mechanics you can throw in there for for that, so those combinations of elements. There's a reason why those elements are the, like, four main elements that are always used in things, hmm. because they all complement and, and-
0: But how does heart work? <laughs> 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 Fuck heart. Go <laughs> planet. <laughs> Heart's staying with Captain Planet and,
1: you know, whatever. Not part of this game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I noticed, uh, just as an aside, I noticed that they didn't include heart. In, in the um, in Planetina yeah. episode of Rick and Morty, Yeah. I was like, "Ah, <laughs> I was always expecting there to be hard."
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, three to one click. Attempted deity immortal
0: parking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, now I just have the idea of of gods like having shitty parking, or like ha- like, or just like a corporate the cor- the corporatization of. Like Olympus or something.
0: Oh God, I'm just <laughs> I'm just seeing like Zeus is the ultimate dude, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like always trying to get
1: everyone <laughs> for drinks after work and like stay out all night and get hammered. He's got his hair tied back in a ponytail, oh, or like in a man and- bun, and he's and he's
0: got you know the the Bluetooth. Um, a uh, little lightning-shaped Bluetooth headset. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a suit. O- Zeus
1: only lightning uses- lightning-shaped
0: bloody pinstripes. Zeus only uses <laughs> Apple products because he
1: refuses to use anything but lightning connectors. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, all right. I love it. Okay. Corporate Olympus. Yep. So, <laughs> who else have we got here? Hermes is, like, in the mail room. Yes. Yes. Like definitely. dashing around delivering everyone's mail, kind of uh uh just the friendly, like likable but mm-hmm. fairly low, you know, low ranking person in the in the organization.
0: Yeah. Athena's like second in charge, sort of thing. Like she's right at the very top. She's like um if if Zeus is like the CEO, then Athena's like maybe the the CFO or or something like that.
1: Yeah, I think it makes sense. For Zeus to be, yeah, the, douchey <laughs> CEO of a, is this like a startup? Are we sort of doing
0: startup or is this more like a banking, like large, uh, organization culture? I, like- I think. I think what's actually happened, they got so enamoured with, like, the 90s and 2000s Earth that they they revamped Olympus into, like, this huge um, skyscraper building and and Zeus comes in at a Segway all the time and, you know. (laughs) Yeah, the full, like, dot .com, early Amazon sort of. Facebook yeah. days, yeah. I mean, you don't even have to go into the into the parking because that just gave us the idea. of no, no, no. We don't have to do corporate Olympus. That's like, fine. That's fine. Uh-huh. I Love it <laughs> so <laughs> far. Okay, so do okay, you yeah, play so- one of the um, demigods who have just sort of you found out that you that you're one of Zeus's many sons and you've just entered in on the on the bottom level?
1: Yeah. Okay. Should we choose one or are we just making one up?
0: Yeah, making one up.
1: All right, so we just make one up. You uh, you just play, yeah, someone- Zeus is in one of his many drunken many, nights. Many, many, He forces many, the entire many. company to, like, <laughs> go and watch him get hammered. <laughs> he has impregnated someone on Earth and created another demigod. And his <laughs> name is
0: Trent. <laughs> Trent.
1: <laughs> uh, well, no, I think we do character creation as, you know- As always, make it, make it, uh, give, give some options there. Um, but sure, it's like Trent or, um, Trentina. (laughs) No, no, no. Just what's another equally douche, like, douchey, (laughs) douchey kind of name? Okay, Tina, fine. Um, I'm not saying, sorry, I'm not saying that Tina
0: is a douchey Ah, name. Trina.
1: Trina, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and so are you, is this you working your way up the corporate structure then of Olympus essentially, like
0: proving you're worse? Whether it's that or whether you just like, you got daddy issues and you're you just, you're trying <laughs> you're just to get trying to know to the, of the your approval
1: dad. of the CEO. Yeah. But you can't get any
0: time with them initially. You're too low level. So who plays the HR representative? Which of um, the many gods is, is like the HR?
1: I feel like, <laughs> okay, some interesting thoughts for which one would be. Um, Hephaestus is obviously the CTO. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think maybe, um, I was actually thinking maybe Hera? Hades. Oh, I was yeah. actually thinking maybe oh, Hades yeah. okay. because,
0: you know, king of the underworld and HR, you know, always wanting to be in charge and getting and deciding how people, yes. you know, no, I agree.
1: Does the firing.
0: Yep. 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 Yeah, Hades is head of HR, definitely, and it, and it just breaks the the norm of of you know a female god sort of thing in in yeah, like a subservient yeah, yeah. role. Whereas you know I do like Athena as, Apollo as CFO sort of thing, even though there there are you know there is a god of god of wealth or whatever, can't remember his name.
1: But no, I think I think it makes sense for the wise like wisdom to be the CFO. That's fine. Um, yeah, Apollo heads up the creative team because he's he's like god of music and arts and stuff. Um, maybe marketing, maybe marketing. Then,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's just something about the idea of in order to visit Olympus, you as a demigod has have to die or whatever. Um, and you turn up like in you, the- t- you turn up and you're in an interview. Like it's the
1: interview process <laughs> to get hired on. Essentially,
0: I mean, you you could even hide it for the first. For the first half of an act, like yeah, well, until you, know, you, you meet can one sort of the
1: big gods, yeah, you could definitely, you could definitely just like, you know, or, or at least until you get the job. Like, you start off, it's an interview process. You've got some like, because I'm thinking sort of third person. You just like, you know, actiony adventure, wandering around, looking at stuff. So you just yeah, general you f- filing. <laughs> you you ju- you're just in a corporate office. Yeah, maybe you have some. Maybe you do some temping of it or like you do some basic work first of all, and you're sort of just getting a sense of like, oh, what's this office like? Oh, they don't really like the CEO. He sounds like a bit of a douchebag. And then eventually you get hired, um, and it's like, yeah, here's our head of HR, Hades. To <laughs> so he'll give you the paperwork that you need. Um, <laughs> and literally, like, sitting on a throne of fire or something.
0: <laughs> oh, so, my my idea is, do we have any of the Titans that turn up? Maybe maybe they're part of the- Maybe part they're, of the board. like-, like- oh, they're
1: on the board. <laughs> All the Titans are on the board. Uh um, yeah. Either that or there are, like, other corporations that are, like, you know, uh, competitors or something.
0: Um, what would the God of War be? Like- yeah, I was just
1: thinking, what's Ares- Party planner,
0: <laughs> party planning committee. Uh- <laughs> um, I mean, marketing. I can also see him him involved there too as le- as well.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, or, what's or the or most he's, violent? He, he's head.
0: <laughs> he's head of the legal department.
1: Oh, legal! <laughs> Fuck yes, yes. he is head of legal, definitely.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, just, there's something about this. It's so it's such a oh, cool idea. Because of course
1: it's Dionysus who's heading up the party planning committee. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus it,
0: Christ! If you're wondering why Ben knows so many of the gods, it's because he played the game Hades so goddamn much that he remembers all have, of them.
1: It's also because I have the Wikipedia page up for twelve yeah, Olympians. I'm done. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have remembered them all. But yes, I I do know a lot of them from the very wonderful game uh, Hades gold player. So mm-hmm. Game Pass in there
0: soon. Oh, nice! Gameplay starts out as like a boring medial menial office job until you find out, you know, that your yep. boss is actually one of the one of the you know twelve gods of Olympus or whatever.
1: Do your memories come back then, or something? Like, were you maybe not remembering up to this point, or something? Or you were just revealed to the players. That's like, oh, you know, because Hades is like, oh, another one of Zeus's, huh? Okay, well, you know, don't think that nepotism is going to get you too far here. There's a there's a lot of you thinking half Zeus's running around. Demi Zeus, <laughs> little Demi Zeus. <laughs> in fact, ha-
0: half your superiors are probably Demi Zeus's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not going to get ahead just from your, your daddy issues. So, prepare to work. So, do you start in the mail room or do you start like just yeah, in- Yeah, look, that could be interesting because I feel like Hermes is a good- uh,
1: introduction, introduction, introductory boss to like tutorialize you for the game essentially. Uh, mm-hmm. you get to know the, the, the different floors and stuff. You don't get
0: to visit them all right away, but that mail room is where you get to sort of see. A few more floors than what you normally would yeah. if you were. You get to visit
1: some of the other floors. You get to visit, yeah, marketing and legal and 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 have run-ins with uh
0: with the leads of each uh, department. And then from then on, like you're trying to work your way up the corporate structure, so you kind yeah. of, you know, just you're trying to find the right things. Do even get jobs while in the different departments then, and so we can mix up the gameplay a bit and. Yeah, effectively, each time that you move to a new place, you're looking for the um the thing to get you to the next the mm. next department. You could get to the, towards the end of end of the game. It's like, wow, you've had a busy first day. <laughs> <laughs> it's just
1: all in one day.
0: <laughs> just joking about it. Like, it the takes a that long time for the it's sun a game to get down
1: here on Olympus. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's a Well, because you can good. play. Yeah, I mean, you can play so much with all the all the office st- tropes of yeah, like it does. Yeah, the day really drags, doesn't it? When you've literally been promoted seven times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, obviously, there's going to be some catering that you occasionally have to call up for. Once you get up to some of the higher levels, that you've got to organise a board meeting and and they need catering for it because they can't be they can't be there alone. And that's how you talk with. Who's the god of like food and gluttony uh, and
1: shit? well that's di- that is Dionysus. So yeah, they're probably they do the party, oh, party. planning, but they're Party also- planning and catering. And catering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, we haven't found roles for all of them, but we we don't have to we don't have to do all of them. I'm not sure where Hera fits in, queen of goddess of marriage, women, childbirth and family. That's sort of HR ish as well. Or maybe they're just like the sensitivity
0: They they <laughs> to- look after the childcare. Like yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they've got a crash up, uh, up on, um, up on Zeus's <laughs> sorry, floor. Sorry. I just, <laughs> I'm on the Wikipedia, but you got
1: to love, uh, when they're describing the relationships is like sister and wife of Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, um, Demeter, goddess of the
0: harvest, agriculture, uh, fertility of the earth. Okay. And then when you get right up to the, right up to the very top, just as you're about to, about to meet Zeus for the first time. Mm. They actually make mention of, oh yeah, Zeus is in crisis meetings at the moment, as we currently have a takeover bid from, like, and, and you go into, like, either the Norse gods or you go into the, um, oh, you go into like the Egyptian gods, gods and, it's yeah. like, and it sort of opens it up to. Yeah, the corporate landscape of, of the, all the, of the gods. The underworld or, or the after, afterlife. <laughs> um. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. (laughs) That's fucking
1: awesome. That'd be, that's really cool. Yeah. Fucking Odin's corporation is like trying to make a hostile takeover. (laughs) Oh, that's great. All right. Three, two, one click. Mm hmm. Prime lane. Secular. Boring. (laughs) I'm taking boring to mean like drilling through the earth. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I was taking it to mean, well, it's secular, so therefore, eh, <laughs> it's kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, I know. But from a gameplay point of view,
1: I feel like digging through this more fun. Uh, prime lane. So, I went in two places. One could just be like some sort of- if you've got lanes and that could work with drilling if you're like different, like, I don't know, tunnels or something, different lanes. Uh But also, my mind went to someone whose name is Lane and mm. th- and they're the prime lane. <laughs> So, I don't know if this is a multiverse situation or Highlander
0: or what, but. <laughs> as long as you don't bring in Highlander 2, then it's all fine. Highlander 2, the lane-ening. Uh <laughs> I, I don't I don't think I've ever seen them. Uh, yeah, let's just say Highlander 2 retcons so much stuff and, and basically makes them as aliens that got- like, right. put on, yep. put on earth as like punishment and all this sort of stuff. Yep. And it's like, Stupid. why did you have to go and do that? That's why it's no, it, like Highlander 2, the quickening is never referenced again. And they basically skip it when they go to Highlander 3. They just go 1 3. Yep. <laughs> Makes sense. God. Uh, so, so horrible. Okay. Um, so why is the prime lane drilling? With a person who is the prime lane. Why are they drilling?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Um What is their inspiration?
1: They could be trying to find oil or some sort of resource. Mm-hmm. They could be trying to get revenge on the ants that live under their garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could be- I'm currently building- hearing a click again situation. They could be building pipes of some sort, uh, like a pipe system. mm mm-hmm.
0: uh, Or we could click again. <laughs> hey, Ben. Yeah. What three words? Oh. We haven't done this for ages. <laughs> All right. So So <laughs> What Three Words <laughs> Oh God. It's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good one if Ben's I, don't know, I don't
1: know if we can make a game from it, but uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, tell us uh, about it. So what three what
0: three, words. three? what three words is a pretty amazing service where a team has broken up the world into three meter chunks and assigned every single chunk three words so that emergency emergency services can find out your exact location by giving them three simple words. Now, I've turned it into a randomised game design prompt generator. So, Ben, what three words did you have? Sanest libertarian shrimp. That's in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I could click and find out. Does it, does it have a location?
1: <laughs> it has a location. Oh It so is... It's- Oh, that's why. Well, I thought it hadn't loaded, but no, it's just empty because it's in the middle of Greenland.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, sanest libertarian shrimp. So, I kind of see this as, as like a game where you play a shrimp.
1: Yeah. Now, look, libertarians are, are people who are all for like the small government, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all like individualism, freedom of choice, bullshit. Like, small government don't. Don't step on me. Let, let me do whatever I want, essentially, and forget anyone who's underprivileged. All right. Well, let's just, let's just go with, yeah, we, we play a shrimp mm-hmm. and there's some sort
0: of like political divide <laughs> that you're dealing with. Okay. Does this entire thing take place in like an aquarium in a restaurant? Mm,
1: okay. Okay. Or yep.
0: an aquarium somewhere. I kind of like the idea of it sort mm. of zooming in and you sort of, seeing, you know, it's going through all these people and then it just zooms focuses in on this. Focuses in on- Focuses in on well, this. Well, it's got
1: to be a fairly large aquarium. Like, it's like a one of those built into the wall situations where you've got just sort of a, a fairly big aquarium with a lot of different creatures in there. Yeah.
0: And it's just focusing on this small shrimp. It's kind of like when you go to the Melbourne Aquarium and in the middle of the- um The cafe. The cafe. Yeah. They've got that- That big round one. Fucking aquarium. Yep. It's basically in that sort of, that sort of size. That aquarium. configuration. Um, okay. Okay.
1: And so maybe you play like a teenage shrimp living at home with your parents. That's um, where it starts.
0: Yes. That's where
1: it starts. And you disagree with your parents because, mm. uh, they're libertarians and they don't believe in charity and they don't believe in governmental <laughs> <or> regulation. Um, <laughs> but the lobsters who run the, the government, mm-hmm. the aquarium, uh are trying to make some changes.
0: See, I was almost thinking that it could go into like you're running for school president.
1: Oh, okay. We could take it on a smaller scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: School being, you know, a name for a group of fish, which kind of makes sense in the fact that, you know, you want to be head of the school sort of thing and you Yeah. You want to well, you want to make decisions about the school and yeah, you can still bring it into it that you that your parents are like libertarians it's, and all that. It's sort of stuff. fine. Like, I
1: don't I don't have enough uh political analysis at my fingertips to make that compelling. So
0: Yeah. Okay. So with the word sanest, yeah. I, I like the idea that all your ideas about the outside world are actually, you know, true, but everyone thinks that you're just crazy as like how could anyone live without being underwater and all this sort of stuff? Like if you look out there, all I see is water. <laughs> You know. Like, right. It's one of those situations where, like, unless you unless
1: you go above the water or something, you can only see your reflection bouncing back at you because of the way
0: r- the glass and the water. Yeah. This is all work. there is. And then you see a hand sort of go right up against the, the aquarium.
1: Yeah. Or it's like, well, but how do you explain, like, the fact that the food falls from above or that, you know, sometimes people are snatched up from the top who they f- go too close to the surface?
0: That is God. God provides for us. <laughs> and it, and it's all about you know you're trying to you're trying to get people think doing some free speech and all this sort of stuff within the um, school. Yeah, well, and you're and trying your to convince
1: par- them. You're trying to you're fighting against the flow. You're essentially um, fucking what is it, Copernicus or something? Who who was it that?
0: <laughs> what what I love is that you know your parents are uh, basically saying fuck charity, but then food comes from above and they just eat it like so they they <laughs> oh yeah. They're complete hypocrites, <laughs> like all libertarians.
1: <laughs> they still take part in, in the in the, the uh government uh welfare systems, um yeah. you know, as they should be allowed to do,
0: but they then they rail against them. And, you know, they don't want it for anyone else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how it works. Um yeah, so I, I kinda like the idea that your your character's kind of trying to trying to get people to think outside outside the aquarium.
1: Yeah. And and I like I like using the term shrimp as also like, you're kind of a nerdy little shrimp. Shrimp. Uh, Rump. you're the, yeah, you're like, especially compared to so many of the other fish and, and creatures, crustaceans and things in this, in this aquarium. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you kind of get beaten up and, or like jeered at as you, you're trying to, you know, make your ideas known. So how, how does this play out from a gameplay perspective then? I'm loving the idea of like a nice, verdant aquarium, lovely, lovely rendered, you know, that you can go through. What do the edges of this aquarium look like? Do you just, is there just a reflection that is constantly there that's- an
0: interesting be interesting to traverse that I think I think there would have to be some sort of some sort of um reflection back on itself because of the way yeah. that the glass is curved and maybe all that it's sort not of a
1: stuff. yeah maybe it's not a like it's it, it's not just like a mirrored refre- reflection though it's like you get waviness to it and maybe yeah. you even see like sort of shapes behind like you get a there's a there's almost a sense of the atmosphere out there but you can't actually see it shadows sort of thing yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to have to get some technical artists on that to come up with some really good effects to how that would
0: work and how that would look. But but what you do is you just go to a, go to one of the aquariums and you shove you shove a camera down into it <laughs> and you go, oh no, you can see out of it. It's, it's fine. Like, well, yeah, it just depends on where the. You- for gameplay purposes, we want to, you know, depends on you know how how good your um, video card is, it, it, how ray traced it is. <laughs> it's and- doing
1: full fucking refractive ray tracing through the water, and fuck yeah, yeah, right, yeah. How did how did this play out? Are you <clears throat> are you sort of th- third person, you know, traveling and swimming around these areas, or is it more of a dialogue based? Sort of situation where you're just going from scene to scene and like making decisions, or I don't know.
0: Yeah, I kind of like the idea of it's a dialogue-based sort of um, telltale esque game. Yeah, I do which- like the idea
1: of being able to swim, swim around and see the nice, nicely rendered aquarium and get a sense of the
0: the space. But then you need to be at a certain place at a certain time, and then when you turn up, you know, you go- yeah, you trigger. trigger the next part of the story, essentially, and- Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I
1: like the idea that, like, uh, the school is- it looks like a castle because of, like, the, the, the decorations that get put in aquariums. There's just, like, chests everywhere bubbling out, and- Mm-hmm. You, you, there's a statue in the front of the school that's like a diving, you know, a, a humanoid diving person with a diving helmet on. Nobody <laughs> knows what it represents. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That is. All right. Maybe we'll move on though. Cause, uh, uh well, we could go deeper on that one. I think, uh, I think, I think the, I think the aquarium's a little shallow.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a little, little shallow. All right. Trevor, what three words? Flunked, absorbent lieutenants. Flunked? flunked? Flunked. As in, they failed out of boot camp. Because they're absorbent. absorbent. So, I like the idea of, like, a, a an anthropomorphic world with, like, absorbent paper towels. <laughs> and it's like, the boot camp is all about being the best that you can be, to be put on a roll to, to get out into the world sort of thing. Like... To expand on
1: it a little, is it just paper towels or is this maybe like in a supermarket or something or like in a, in a shop that sells multiple things? And so you've got a variety of anthropomorphic products.
0: Yeah, but I don't. I don't want it to have the same sort of sexual tones of <laughs> sausage
1: party or whatever <laughs> a it was.
0: sausage party. Yeah, because that was a little bit too insane. <laughs> we don't need to have an
1: orgy scene uh, with multiple food products. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking maybe we stick to cleaning supplies.
0: Yeah. Um, maybe it's a factory and, and it's mm, all about you go through ooh, boot camp trying to get okay. out of the factory into, into the supermarket. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So in this. I think you you're a brand new sort of recruit to this to this thing, and you've been you know sort of toughened up to to become more absorbent and yep. And one of your mentors is actually a lieutenant that failed out many many years right. ago, but they have mom yeah. Like He's become almost like the poster child of why you want to try harder because you know he yep. was a failure and he he couldn't do so he taught, and what he teaches is how not to fail. <laughs> I I, I do like
1: this because there's a lot of imagery in paper towels, less so here, I think, but a lot in the US, of, like, strong men. Like, they've got their, like, brawny towels or whatever. So, I think you play this really, like, gung-ho character Mm -hmm. that is just like, yeah, I'm going to rock this. Like, you're the new brand of, I don't know, fucking muscle towels or something. And, like- (laughs) the first scene when you when you do your first test is you just in that shirt ripping moment mo- mo- um <laughs> shirt ripping motion just tearing off your outer like plastic wrapping so that you can start <laughs> mopping things up with yourself i guess <laughs> uh, so, what is this gameplay around like <laughs> absorbing liquids then?
0: Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's about a- absorbing liquids and being able to, you know, sort of do a number of different things. Um, I think how much liquid you can actually hold before it disintegrates and that sort of stuff, like effectively, you, um, maybe it's brands more so than like a single, a single thing, but you know, I don't know, we can just play around with the fact that you can actually replenish replenish your own yeah, supply yeah, yeah. sort of thing yes like-
1: yeah yeah I think so. I think you'd have to okay well you could have you could have some levels which are like you team up with like a multi-purpose spray <laughs> <laughs> like they're your partner um, and so you you're maybe guiding them on where to spray and then you throw out towels do you just maybe you throw out sections of yourself like you're sort of shooting them out to like wipe things up wherever mm-hmm. they land they'll like clean
0: oh and and basically they come like ah <laughs> always like little goblin sort of oh. thing. Sort of- <laughs> like, yeah, okay. They're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. That's
1: good. I was just thinking that you, you're almost like projectiles, but you'll say, okay, they're, they're basically like little beings.
0: They're, pie- they're little pieces of you that yep. that come to life and take themselves to the bin sort of thing. Like- <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, is this all about- just- It's a short
0: life, but
1: it's a good one. <laughs> is this about learning different techniques then of- no, and then you've just got these rooms to clean,
0: and you can maybe well, tag team in and out with your different partners. I think I think you start realizing that cleaning is more than just making sure that you know an area looks clean. It it becomes more about it's be sanitary, like how sanitary, like how many germs you and your partner the um the multi spray, yeah, like Have like left behind or something. It is he. Too diluted. Like, he's not actually killing all the, all the germs because, you know, he's. So you have
1: a falling out with your buddy. (laughs) You have a falling out with your buddy, the multipurpose spray, because you, you think they're not strong enough. They're not doing their job. Yeah, they've been diluting to like spray so that they can last longer, but Mm -hmm. it means that they're not as strong and they're not killing enough germs. Um, so that's a whole dramatic
0: scene. In the midst of it, you know, between levels. And then you find out the lieutenant, um, he also failed out for that reason of, or something. Because of like a, a, um, a multi purpose spray reason. And they start realizing that germs, germs are actually sort of building up tolerances to these sprays and all this sort of stuff. And it-
1: what's the message here though? Cause I almost thought, uh, is there, is it maybe actually that you're learning your lesson of like, okay, just because your friend is not strong enough, like, you still have to work together to do the best job you can and actually how the lieutenant failed out is that they were doing the same thing you did. They, like, had a falling out with their friend, the Windex, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, because there were the, the, the he didn't want any streaks on the windows, but what he realized was without the Windex, he was useless anyway. Yeah. Even if, you know the windex wasn't 100%. <laughs> that's ridiculous. It uh, is. Do you have other do you have other partners or just other teams of like the dustpan and brush team or like the, you know, do you have to bring them in first because you don't want to if you if you've got an area that's loose with debris, <clears throat> you don't want to be in there with your multi-purpose spray and paper towels right away. You're just going to create, you know, sludge. Mm. Um, so, is it, you know, okay, call in the, you know, Dustpan and and, and, and uh, Brush, get this out of the way f- until we come in and spray bomb the place mm-hmm. <laughs> and then
0: wipe up the leftovers. Okay. We're going to do one more to finish okay. strong. Okay. So, I've just gone three to one movie. Okay. You'll be the same. Or if no, no, one. we've got a good one. All right. What are we doing? The movie starring Van Dam uh-huh. is called Pound of Flesh. Okay, I don't know this one. In China, to donate his kidney to his dying niece, former Black Ops agent Deacon wake- awakes the day before the operation to find he is the latest victim of organ theft. Um, stitched up and pissed off, Deacon (laughs) descends from his opulent hotel in search of his stolen kidney and carves a blood-soaked path through the the darkest corners of the city. The clock is ticking for his niece, and with each step, he loses blood.
1: (laughs) He thinks that we had to get his fucking kidney back intact. Oh, my God. That's so funny.
0: Um, How awesome is that for an idea for a game? Like,
1: that's pretty good. I like that. I like the losing blood mechanic, uh, that essentially as you go through each level, you basically like, <laughs> are down to, you're down to 57% blood, Deacon. Yeah.
0: Get, get some O-Neg in ya. <laughs> Can you top it up? Or I guess you could find places I, I, to top it up. I think, I think this is, this is the whole idea of the game that, you know, you, um, your health as such is yep. constantly draining. Is constantly draining your. You've only got a x number of times, you know, x amount of time to live because they stole both your kidneys or something like that. And so you're you're on a um. Maybe they stole like a ton of your organs
1: and and you're going, you're you going you getting not because they stole your stomach. They stole your stomach, both kidneys, your liver. So and is for some reason, game? your appendix.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a bonus level. You don't have to get it back. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I think I think stick with the one kidney because you can live yeah. on one kidney, but you know, you also um I mean they didn't do a good job, so you're bleeding out.
1: Is this a essentially like a fighting game then? Is this a beat em up in the style of like or like a max pain or something where you're like running through hordes of enemies?
0: Yeah, this, I I was kind of thinking, is it sort of like um you know, a um, my friend Pedro sort of two oh, D like scrolling sort of two D yeah. side scrolling sort of thing. Yeah. that kind of that really does work well for this sort of thing yeah. of going through lots and lots of en- enemies. But you know, you can only get hit x number of times before you going to restart the level. And
1: do we play on the Van Dam aspect? And you've got moves where you're like doing massive splits, split jumps to like. Get out, like either to get over things or to do this the um, uh, the what the splinter cell style like standing up above <laughs> in a hallway, um, <laughs> to like catch yourself. Yeah, uh, like that. You really ridiculous, Van Dam character. Who you can literally like instead of double jumping up a narrow like passageway, you just like split jump your way up.
0: Yep. So. What I was actually just remembering is we did a game many, many, like, probably in the first 100 episodes, Uh where it was a 2D side-scroller, but then when you went through a door, it flicked around to that other angle, and you went along there. I love the idea Mm. of having it so that- as you're running along, you see someone go into, into like a hallway, you go through that door, it flicks into that hallway and you're now yep. beating up people throughout that hallway. You know, it can flick into like, here's a single room and then you flick back out into the hallway. Yeah. So you've essentially on. got
1: this whole 3D filled space,
0: but it's yes, filled it's with 2D, 2D, 2D arenas basically. Yeah. That's cool. It's, it kind of just adds a little bit to the 2D side scroller platform. Yeah. Whereas it feels like a fully, filled out world, it just so it just so happens that, you know, you're going along lots of lots of corridors and that sort of stuff and Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. And if you wanted to, you could break it into if you if you get into like a huge um warehouse sort of thing, you can break it into the double dragon style <laughs> like being able to sort of move in and out of the screen a bit more. Yeah. And then you're in a corridor again so it's in that in that two D sort yeah. of
1: Yeah. So I think you need you need a lot of kicking moves being yes. Van Dam property. Uh I think we try to get so, JCVD, uh, to, to do the voice. Uh, he's not doing much these days. Um, weapons, yep. Yeah. Uh, do we go
0: gunplay or do we go? Well, I, I see here in the, in the, um, in the picture, he's got a shotgun in his hand. So, there's gunplay. definitely some weapon play. Some gunplay. Some cool. Gunplay. I think you do it,
1: you know, fairly
0: limited, uh, ammo
1: yeah like ammo so and and you just like throw away the weapon once you've done, so it's sort of you can pick them up off the the enemies or something and
0: yeah i I like the idea <laughs> of lots and lots of um weapons around, but your shotgun's got like two shells in it, and that's that's all that's in in the barrel sort of thing or- yeah, well, that's it, yeah. You pick up. You pick up a nine mil. There, there are
1: no ammo drops. It's- there are only gun yeah. drops. And once they're done, it's-, it's like a classic: like throw the gun away or throw that gun at them. You know, at particularly them, if we go the catch my it in the Pedro. air and. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to go too close to the, the my friend Pedro stuff. Obviously, um, I think my friend Pedro is a, is very acrobatic and you're constantly yep. moving forward. I feel like this is maybe a little bit more strategic, uh, where so you can like. Do a split jump up into the, into the corridor and wait for the guy to come below you and just like shoot him in the head or drop down
0: on him. But you um, can't do it in the room that is like lit up, like, like the sun is literally in the room. You, you have to find the one with the down lights so that you can get above the downlights and, <laughs> and sort of be up in the, up in the darkness. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It only works in certain situations. Um, yeah. it's, and and it's also global
0: li- illumination stuff because that's right. This entire thing is. You know, got bounce, bounce lighting, and all that sort of stuff.
1: I mean, you could do pretty nice baked global illumination in a in a smallish area like that. Each each area, uh, or even real time. Well, I mean, you just real uh, real this time. is Unreal real Engine five, right? I'll we'll just use uh, whatever it is, Lumen. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, you've got the blood just dripping out of you
0: constantly. You always know where you've been. <laughs> I love the idea that you're up, you're up on the wall and your hands kind of down just catching the blood you, you, know. you have
1: to catch the blood so they don't they don't see it <laughs> Well, i think it's just, i think it's just it's it's dripping a, out a of mini game. so there are there are timing aspects of like you can't just sit up there too long cuz they're going to see the blood dripping if you're up there too long but um yeah it's around the lighting it's around it's around the timing it's
0: That's- it's also about there underneath you just drop down you crush them you pick oh, up yeah. their weapon you shoot the next couple of people yeah yeah absolutely like, um i do like the idea that you've you've got certain amount of room in, in your backpack that you can pick up, you know, X number of weapons off, off people, yeah. but it's like each each one only has, oh, this has only got two shots left, and so, yeah. you know, two yeah, shots you can, through, you the, can maybe through just the gun, switch. pick yeah, out the next one. You can have two or three,
1: like, slots, essentially, to rotate between, yeah.
0: Cool. I like it. I-, I love see- I love seeing the uh, um the animation of him open it up, check how many bullets in, and put it back in, and, ch- ch- and just load it into the chamber, and away yeah. he goes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, it work, work, work well. John Claude Van Kidney. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, <laughs> you may have just come up with the with the name of the episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, though, I think we will end the episode. Uh, If you want to find us online and listen to all of our previous episodes, you can go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm. Leave us a review. Tell us what you thought. Tell us what you didn't like. Tell us what mistakes we made or like what ideas we left
0: on the table. Uh, If you had better ones, we'd love to hear them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also we'd like to thank Kurados for allowing us to use their song Mount defines of the um, containment failure each and every week.
1: That's right. So thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger.
0: I'm Trevor Scott.
1: And I'm Zeus. You're fired. <laughs>